0: No, we're live. We're live, Chris. Oh, right. We're live. we're live. (laughs) Right. So, I'm just getting the board.
1: I'm getting the board. So, is that in frame?
2: Yeah. So, good evening and welcome to At Home With The Fishers.
1: 1929.
2: Two notifications. Yeah, we're live. (laughs) Starring Nicola and Chris Fisher, RPT. And... The blue light turner making shavings deep since breath. 2016. Ooh, Ooh, I have
1: to <laughs> put it all in. Oh, oh. And it's episode 30. Woo. So uh yes, there you have it. And uh it's funny, you know, it's such a mouthful saying that. <laughs> uh, and uh every time I really should time, shorten it. Every time, every time we say it, we go, ah, deep breath, stop. <laughs> I know, but I have to say it all now. Yeah, it's sort of like it's it's become it's become. I think uh, I'd ruin
3: it if I dropped that bit off.
1: It yeah, would. I it think would. You Can't drop it. You can't, no. 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 And no. sort of like it, it's. Uh, it's sort of like part of part of uh, the show. One would say it isn't. Yeah. Like?
2: Yeah. I've just realised you've got a bat there. I have. It just turned round. Not a cricket bat. <laughs> no, a bat. Bat um, <laughs> hanging. It was facing a different direction, so I couldn't see what it was. But it's just turned round. So let's see who we've got with us tonight. So we've got the Flaming Turner.
1: Hi guys. Maple
2: Tree Studios. Uh, Brett Cunningham. T plus G making. Uh, Christina Michael Hessel Hey, Hi. guys guys. Um, who else have we got? Stace makes.
1: Hi Stace.
2: Leona Fay. Hi Leona. Um, Dave the wood barber. Hey. Um, it's hard. Mark Smith, Wayne the Wood Turner. Evening. Um. Who else? I saw some other names. Towards but Andy Pew, Sneaks Wall Art, um, Knotted Pumpkin. Ooh,
1: oh, very, very topical <laughs> like that.
2: Um, and I've seen somebody else's name as well. Somebody new who isn't somebody new on the end? Keith Greenfield, new oh. face on the block.
3: Oh, Hi, my mentor,
2: <laughs> Baz Starkey, Claire's Crafty Corner. Hi, Baz. Larry, LC Woodworks,
1: um, Wayne Fisher. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's 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 my uh, older brother downstairs, actually, he's joined <laughs> the chat so, um. Yeah I Should hope bring him up, Chris. <laughs> I, I've, I've I've said I've said you know uh he can come up and do a very quick hello cameo. Yeah <laughs> I can hear him shouting. <laughs> yes yeah, so uh, anyway yeah if if you don't know uh, the blue light's real name it's Scott.
2: Yes.
1: Yes it's it Scott. Yes. Uh and we'll get into later why you you're known as the blue light. I think it's self explanatory once the people get to know a bit about you and your background mm. and what you do for a living, but uh, we'll let you tell them later.
2: Anyway, uh, we, we also need to say hello to Henry.
1: Yes, Henry, who's uh, our nine year old uh, nephew. He's downstairs. He's still on midterm for Halloween. So he's downstairs listening to YouTube videos, you know, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and loving it. So, As they do. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Henry, if you're listening. <laughs>
2: So, well, the blue light turner. So we'll get to why you call the blue light turner um, shortly. But let's start off, first of all, tell us why do you make? Because I think this is going to answer a few questions as well.
3: Mm. Yeah, so I started, I've, I've been a maker um, since a young age. Um, mm. I remember as a kid nicking the tools out of my dad's toolbox um, and when we had a factory estate and we used to go and nick the pallets from there and make little camps and bits. Yeah. Um but I really got into making um 2014, 2015. Um I worked for the ambulance service and I had four pretty horrific jobs to me. Um and as a male, I thought it was wrong to speak to people, I thought it was wrong to cry. Um so I bottled it all up um and ended up with ptsd and only got diagnosed um after my mood swings got really bad at home and i nearly lost the wife and the kids to it mm-hmm. um so i was diagnosed um with ptsd had all the treatment and needed a hobby so i found the west sussex woodturners through Ambley museum um, did some turning with them and then a drunk new year's eve mark's in the chat um mark's my best mate um and we decided we were going to buy a lathe and some tools and off we'd go so we bought oh i think it was a clark something or other it was a really ropey mm. horrible lathe um some cheap tools watched a little bit of youtube thought yeah we can do this and then turned a square bowl and spent about a day sanding um, so, Keith, um, when you join the Woodturners Club, you get a mentor. So, Keith became Minor Mark's mentor, yeah. um, and he came around and he looked at the workshop and told us to throw a few bits away and give me some proper tuition. And yeah, the rest is history. Three years down the line, I'm doing craft fairs, um, doing commissions. Yeah,
2: um, yeah, we've had a commission. And it's-
3: <laughs> It's just my way of de-stressing from work. I can have a bad day at work and I will literally walk in the door, take my uniform off, throw my bag down and come out in the shed. And my wife knows that I've had a bad day. She'll leave me for a couple of hours. I might not even make anything. I might just come in here, chuck a log on the lathe, rough it down, make a big mess and walk in and think, do you know what? I feel better now.
2: Yeah. So why do you think it helps you? What what is it about the process that helps you?
3: It's it's different to work. Um, I I quite like demolition. Um, I quite <laughs> like wrecking things.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so yeah, just getting a log. Um, someone give me some Leylandi, and obviously it's not very good for turning, mm. but it's wicked for de stressing. Yeah, I got a big. Where is it? <laughs> i got a big roughing gouge Where's um, a camera. It's massive. I think it's like an inch and a quarter in diameter. But I'll right. tell you what, for, de- for de-stressing and just yeah. making shavings, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the other side of it is when you do craft shows, you get to speak to different people. Um, I'm looking at the moment at doing the AWGP tutor course. Um, So I can maybe start doing some teaching. Yeah. But, yeah, it's different to work and I can just come in here, get in the zone and away I go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's all about redirecting your focus and when you're at work, obviously, you, you can be. Privy to some quite horrendous things, which again we'll get into later. And it's yeah, it like you say, de-stress, forget about what's happened during the day, uh, and refocus your mind. And I, 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 that's a great thing just to put some you know uh, crappy old wood on your lathe and just you could start off with you know something six inches in diameter and say, right, I'm going to just rough this down to a matchstick, and then you could have you know some of your favorite piece of music on in the background you know a nice drink not alcoholic of course because it's you know unsafe but nice cup of tea or coffee i've a got real...
3: coffee and some sachets um i've got kettle and some sachets from the pound yeah shop. you could run rough... so have to go <laughs>
1: indoors yeah perfect And you, yeah i think that's a great idea just rough summer to death you know and then you go, oh, I feel much better now, and you've had a bit of a, you know, a rocking out in the workshop and a nice drink, and I, that's great. Actually, I might try that, Scott, <laughs> with a crappy old, you know, uh stump. Just, just rough it down to something. You go, wow, that was so good. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> funny. You know, I'd hear hear all the the bark and everything hitting the face shield and and hitting me chest and my arms, and it'd be like, yeah, whoa, it's like a. A woodturning symphony
3: I've had to put a shower curtain up Behind the big lathe when I do it Because otherwise it just goes everywhere
1: Everywhere yeah
3: <laughs> So now there's yeah. like a shower curtain that goes up And just keeps it all contained
1: <laughs> That's another good idea So
2: you, you've mentioned that you've had Some interesting commissions What sort of things have you been asked to make
3: So I've done Two wedding bowls One for yourself Yay. Um. I've picked up a commission today for a rifle site, um, for a replica World War II rifle. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, What else have I done? Some chair legs. There's a couple that found me uh, not long after I started turning. Um, They're doing a house up down in Dorset, Mm -hmm. and they brought me back bits of the staircase, bit by bit. And I'd replicate them. So I've done the knobs for the nail posts, the bits for the wall. Mm. Yeah. Um, they asked about the spindles, but I said, obviously, because of work, it would just take me so long to knock out the amount of spindles. Um, mm. So I think they're going to either buy them or look and find someone else. Yeah. But yeah, doing that was nice. And then seeing the finished staircase at the end of it, they sent me some pictures. Mm. That's really um, cool.
2: So, you've done a I, bit of kind of production turning when you've had to, we had to do several things the same.
3: Yeah. So, all the, um, I don't know how, they were like acorns, but they weren't. They were Victorian bits for the stop of the null posts. Yeah. Mm. I think there were six of them the same. Yeah. yeah. And then I had to do some bits that went against the wall. So, that was a bit of a learning curve for me because I'd never done that. So, it was like, how'd you get the flat bit and turned one side? Mm. Um, so again that was watching youtube um well, what, how and did went,
1: you do that turn the whole thing and cut it in half
3: well that's what i was gonna do um mm. but then watching youtube i watched someone um that stuck two square bits of wood together mm. with some paper in the middle yeah and because i needed two i did yep. that yeah um and then split them apart sanded the back and hey presto i had two i was quite impressed with how know, it came that, out the first one
1: that's the easiest way to do it Uh, And I think there's uh, an episode of the New Yankee Workshop where Norm Abram uh, is turning something for a, well, actually, he's making a very elaborate frame and it needs a couple of columns, one on each side. So he turned, turned, obviously, it's like a column, a cylinder, but the two pieces were stuck together with Mm -hmm. carpet tape, double-sided carpet tape. And then you turn it, and then when you prize it apart, you've that's got two That's a good hearts. idea.
2: Yeah, that's the yeah. way. That's
1: the way I do it. It'd be so much easier that way.
2: Yeah. Mm. Because yeah.
1: if I cut it, if I turn something whole and try to cut it perfectly central on the bandsaw, you know, if I was just you know a couple of mil off, it it'd look horrendous. Mm. So that's the way I'd have to do it: two separate pieces. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. Norm Abram's done that.
3: I, I wouldn't have coped if it hadn't looked right. Mm. Yeah. I'm quite quite fussy. That's why your bowl, um, <laughs> fifth time lucky. <laughs> the, the one before ended up on the fire pit because that was my fault. I went a bit too thin and when I was sanding it, I went, oh, look, I've got a hole in the bottom. <laughs> it, it feels
1: great. It feels
2: it's great. Absolutely right, beautiful yeah. and it's absolutely beautiful, beautiful.
3: I like the challenge. <laughs> that's why i've taken on this rifle site
1: (laughs) yeah so uh yeah that's very interesting that's the first time i've heard you know uh so are you going are you going to turn it and then spray it black
3: so i'm still waiting for the guy to get to me let me know what he wants um Mm. i'm gonna turn it um all the metal i've seen the replica rifle today Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all sprayed and done. Someone's made him or hand carved him all the buttons stuff out of oak. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure whether I'm going to spray it black, mm-hmm. um, which probably be easier with the ebonizing lacquer whites on the lathe, mm-hmm. or whether he wants to use the paint that he's used on the rest of the rifle. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But it'll be cool to see it once it's done. It's,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: definitely. And as he said, you know, to get a real one. Um, you're looking at a couple of thousand pounds and there's people that make these rifles so if i can do this one yeah then there might be future ones yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. oh
2: that's cool are you going to do a video of making it
3: yeah probably now Um, i've got i've got a new webcam um that i've set up today a new headset that i've set up today and rather than try and rely on the wi-fi my wife thought I was cleaning the windows this morning. She was a bit disappointed when she saw I was running a new internet cable into the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a few days off now, so I might get up the ladder tomorrow if it's all right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Get the old window lean out.
3: The so... old-fashioned way, Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: What, vinegar I've, got news way. Way. I've got a squeegee and a uh, the blade for doing it. It's what I was doing on um, when 9-11 happened. Yeah. I was window cleaning on the Granada TV shop in Houseif.
0: Oh right.
1: No. Whoa.
2: You can get those magnetic things as well that you put either side of the window.
1: Yeah, and as you're doing that on the inside, it's
2: Yeah, it's, I always think they look good. Yeah, I've never tried it. them.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: anyway, we're not here to talk about cleaning windows. No, no, no. When I'm cleaning windows. <laughs> um, so you've been very involved in the maker community and um i know that you do a lot of different charity raising money raising things for charities and um you do a lot of making and you're very generous in the things that you do um what has the maker community given you
3: so apart from a brand new load of friends or family even um, you know, when I was ill recently, the amount of messages I was getting from the maker community, mm-hmm. um, Christine and Michael um, just appeared in the hospital ward and come and visited me, which was really nice. Oh. Yeah, that's
1: good.
3: Um, meant a, a lot. Yeah. Um, I was getting more support from the maker community than I was some of my own family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's meeting people. It's being able to – I make – to de-stress and unwind but it's being able to give something back um so earlier on in the year uh we raised the money for lily originally to um, buy the upsee mm-hmm. um but we raised so much she's now got the upsee um a car seat I think we ended up getting a, a finger probe so mum and dad can keep an eye on her oxygen levels and her heart rate, mm. a blender because she's now going to start trying uh, blended food rather than a peg feed. Yeah. And just to see the smile on Lily's face when she was walking
1: down,
3: mm. uh, mum and um, mum and nan sent me a video. They took her out and she was just smelling leaves, something she couldn't do when she was in the wheelchair, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To see the smile on her face, you know, yeah, we do that. <laughs> Everyone in the maker community that chipped in brought tickets and stuff, yeah. We did that as a
1: community,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think these are things that make it special, yeah. And you know, individually, you might only do something small, but together, you can make a massive impact,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was an honor to be asked to contribute to that, you know. And uh, no, I mean, how can you say I know it? the
3: person that won that bowl, Chris? All right. There's my, there's my mum, and it sits on a Welsh dresser.
1: <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, I mean, yeah, how can you not be moved by Lily's story? No. And, you know, so,
2: how is she doing now?
1: Really well.
3: Um, mm. She's been ill um, a couple of weeks ago, ended up back in the Royal Alex, which is Children's Hospital here in Sussex. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's coming on leaps and bounds. And um, there was a picture of her in the paper the other day, me in um, Duchess of Cornwall, Camilla, um, went to the oh, special yeah. needs school that Lily was at and she met her and spoke to her. So, yeah,
2: cool.
3: it's really good. And yeah. we've helped men cap. Um, my mum works looking after adults with learning disabilities and they want to build a sensory room. So we've donated some bits to them.
0: Cool.
3: Uh, and I've just started making some poppy pens. A friend of mine, um, amateur photographer, took a picture up on the South Downs, greyed out all the background apart from the red poppies. It looks Mm -hmm. a bit like the young girl in Shinda's List.
1: Oh, yeah, Um,
3: that's the cult, yeah. Yeah, really sticks out. So I said to Carol, I said, can I nick your picture? I want to make it into a pen. And she went, yeah, but... 50% 50% has got to go to the British Legion, to the Poppy Appeal, and I thought, do you know what? What a cracking idea. Yeah. So, I've got a guy, um, Brett, I think he's in the chat, um, cast all my picture blanks. Um, I do a lot of pens um, with different wartime bits on to mm-hmm. raise money for veterans charities. Uh, actually. <laughs> there you go. Look. You I've been popping some, some up I've been boxing some up this afternoon, so they come in a little tin. Um I don't know how well it's showing. No, it's cause I'm let's try moving that light. That's no. i have yeah, put some stills up. Okay. Um but yeah, it's it's a picture on the South Downs um with the red poppies, and we've called it the South Downs poppy pen. Mm-hmm. And fifty percent of them is gonna go to the uh, poppy appeal. So another lovely. way of helping our veterans.
2: yeah yeah Yeah. that's cool um so apart from all the things that you've made so far and you know this the the bit where you like going in the workshop and kind of just turning things and what what do you call that roughing out kind of stuff what what sort of things do you really love to make
3: magic (laughs) ones um i don't know my son is a massive harry potter fan um, so I've had him in here. and have done a few with him. Yeah. Um, his birthday parties, rather than the kids go home with a party bag, they all went home with a wand, which they thought was oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of wands, and I sell quite a lot of wands. Um, but just to see the kids' enjoyment, you know, they go to Warner Brothers, mm. and they can't have a wand because it's forty or fifty quid for a bit of blow molded plastic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Whereas they can go to a craft fair and they can pick up a hand-turned wooden wand Mm
1: -hmm. that
3: each one's individual for a fiver.
1: Mm. Yeah.
3: So Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy doing them. And the picture pens. Mm. I know it's not wood, it's acrylic. Um, But being able to turn the pens and then donate some of the money for good causes, I quite enjoy doing them. It's Mm. just the mess of turning acrylic that I don't like.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And, you know, you're having to stop every, you know, every now and then to sort of like pick all the strands of resin off and feel where you go in and things like that. So, yeah. Well, I've
3: sussed now that if I hang Henry Hoover just above the lathe mm-hmm. and just have that on while I'm turning, it just sucks it all up. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> Cost me a lot in Hoover bags, but it saves trying to peel it all off the mandrel.
2: It does look good, though. When you've turned um, acrylic, it sort of, it hangs everywhere. It...
1: Yeah, it's like, it'd be great for Halloween. It's not like yeah. acrylic webs everywhere, <laughs> you know. And if, if you know, uh, if you've got sort of like uh, everything set right and your tools are sharp and the lades at the right speed, you know, you can feel strands, you know, of uh, acrylic coming off in like long ribbons of tagliatelle. And, yeah, it gets... <laughs> Uh, caught around your mandrel and all, all the spinny bits but yeah it, it's quite satisfying in that way turning acrylic you know uh, but it does pong <laughs> oh does it a little bit yeah. yeah yeah yeah
3: Yeah, i don't smell it now with the new respirator
1: <laughs> no no well, yeah it's...
2: so one thing we've not talked about is why you called the blue light turner for those people that don't know you
3: so obviously working for the emergency services um a couple of people at work were like they'd seen people out there i think they'd seen the tartan turner and the tiny turner and they went you need a turning name i was like i'm not doing it as commercial i'm not doing it full time it's a hobby to me and they're like no you should be the blue light turner so we're like what do i think and so we did some photos i said to the wife about it and she went try it and it has it's just taken off now yeah there's a guy that did a caricature um at one of the shows i was at and it's got me turning but in the back of an ambulance Mm. so he's like taking the stretcher out and put a lathe in there and then (laughs) changed all the boxes so it's like headache stuff alcohol for medicinal use empathy limited or something it's brilliant so yeah
1: it's a great name yeah so so just to reaffirm folks Uh, Yeah, Scott is a paramedic. Uh, I'm a technician, uh, Chris. Oh, you're a technician. Yeah, uh, Scott's Scott's a technician. So, yeah, he's an ambulance driver and he deals with, you know, sometimes the real sad side of life. And, you know, uh, yeah, it can't help but, you know, affect you some ways, can it? But, you know, without people like Scott on the front line, you know, saving lives, you know, life would be a lot harder, wouldn't it? And yeah. there's, I'm sure there's countless people that are here today because of people like Scott, you know, doing the job they do. So, mm. yeah, well done, Scott. Thank you, Chris. I think,
2: well, everything else that you do on top of your job. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're always talking about all these things that you're doing and mm. going down I, to I the meeting. i
1: still.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's called ants in your pants.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: No, they'll they'll put stuff on indoors on telly, and it's like, no, I'm not watching that. I'll come out to the shed. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff on daytime TV, you can feel yourself losing IQ points. Yeah, just sat there, it's like, oh, what am I doing?
2: Well, I think with something like making, you've got something at the end of it. Mm. You've created something out of nothing, and Mm. at the end of that process, you've got something tangible. Um, while well, I was ill,
3: think- um, while well, I was ill, my wife brought me some wooden puzzles like 3D puzzles. So, I think I've made an owl and I've made a snake and a wow. parrot that are all going to get sprayed up. The parrot's going to become a phoenix for Halloween. No, no, um, no. <laughs> honest, that's what it is. Um, so yeah, they're going to meet the airbrush this you can get colored. Awesome, yeah, yeah wonderful.
2: So is there anything that you've not made yet that you'd really like to make?
3: I want to have a go at some inside out turning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen obviously Steve Twidell's cube in a cube and a sphere mm-hmm. in a cube. are quite fancy having a go at some of that mm-hmm. um, and a table lamp. I know it sounds quite simple and quite basic. Um, I've bought all the bits. They're all here in the workshop. Yeah. But I've just, i've not got around to it i've got a cupboard in the corner mm. um one of my friends was around the other day and we were saying that i should do a series of video of turn from what's in the cupboard because there's stuff that i've bought and just there's sea urchin shells in there and there's some glass ball balls that i bought off emma turner um mm. the tiny turner yeah and they're, they're just sat in the cupboard. There's probably enough in there to do, like, a TV series for so long of <laughs> <laughs> take something out of the cupboard and turn it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no,
3: a table lamp. I'd like to do a table lamp for indoors. Yeah. Um. And some inside out, just something different. Bowls mm-hmm. are, you know, they, they can be satisfying doing different shaped bowls, but once you've done loads of different bowls, it'd be nice to do something different. Mm. yeah
2: well I think that you know it's it's nice watching someone do a bowl or a beautiful goblet but it's nice seeing something different as well and mm. um seeing someone just come up with a different take on an idea um I like that I like seeing different stuff um there's somebody here love angel she says she loves people like you save my life when I had a heart attack in August oh so uh yeah nice comment and it's,
3: it's not just the front line now i think it's the way medicines progressed you know before if you had someone having a heart attack you take them to a and e a and e they'd then be seen there so there was a delay there and then eventually the cardiologists come. whereas nowadays we'll turn up we're doing ecg they're having a heart attack and working in London. Within 20 minutes, we can have them on the table in the cath lab and they're having the surgery to clear the blockage that's causing the heart attack. Mm. Mm. So it's not just the ambulance service. I think it's the whole medicine, how that's coming on in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I do think, um, you know, if you get somebody good, um, I know when my dad was ill, we had an ambulance crew came here and they were absolutely exceptional um they really were brilliant and um you know it made a huge difference to to me um so yeah it's and i know it's sort of you know a combined effort but um yeah they they were extremely good and i think it does count for a lot
3: i Um, always try to go further you know the job if i go to an elderly person that's fallen I won't just pick them up making sure they're all right. I'll go make them a cup of tea. If Mm. they haven't got any milk, then we'll run around the shop and buy them a pint of milk. Mm. It's just it's going that little bit extra, and that's what people remember. And that's what gives them the positive experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true so much, isn't it? In life.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of lot of aspects of life where that is missing. Just what those nice little things. Yeah. And uh yeah and what we've been talking about you know about people you know that i think the way to save the planet starts with people being nice and let's get things right at the very very root of everything mm. which is us as a society and as you know different cultures just all getting on mm. you know and let's mm. let's you know well, it's,
2: it's, it's down to these individual interactions yeah. isn't it mm. and it's just starting with the people that you, you meet yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah.
3: And, yeah. and I, I found that last night. I went to the uh, neeston Temple in London for Diwali celebrations.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, so the temple was open, um, massive Hindu community, but it was open to everyone. So you could be walking down the street yeah. and you could walk into the Diwali village. You could get food with people. Um, yeah. You could go into the temple and look around. And they must have spent thousands of pounds on fireworks. But, again, rather than a lot of commercial fireworks you paid to get in, Mm. everyone was welcome. And it was really Mm -hmm. nice just to see different culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there used to be a time you'd know all your neighbours or people down the street, but Mm -hmm. you don't know who lives three doors down nowadays. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think that's sort of a knock-on effect from... Everybody working so far away from home as well. So you can be out from the crack of dawn till early evening and people don't see each other. There's there's so many different factors, aren't there? And mm-hmm. um yeah, it's um I think a few things need to change mm. really in you know how we work and how we live.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so tell us something that the maker community doesn't know about you.
3: Where is there? I'm quite open, so there's a lot. Do you
2: know everybody says that?
3: Do do you know what? There is something, um, and a lot of people know that I started turning and making through PTSD, um, but when I was uh, diagnosed with PTSD, I was also diagnosed with Asperger's, um, and that come totally out of the blue, and it was like on the autistic spectrum, um. But when we looked back, um, when I was probably, I think it's like nine or ten, so year three, year four, I was actually in a children's home. And it was because I was a naughty behaved child Um, and different medications and stuff. But when you look, they didn't diagnose ADHD, Asperger's and stuff like that back then. And it also explains some of my OCDs so in the workshop i've got tools on the wall but i've drawn around them so i know that's where that tool goes yeah yeah or at work i have to have the fold on the sheet on the stretcher a certain side so it's pointing (laughs) into the ambulance where people see so you haven't got two ends of a sheet together um so yeah i was diagnosed with asperger's about about three years ago now Right.
2: So how, how does it sort of impact you on a day-to-day basis? Apart from, I know you said about, you know, the sheets and things like that, but...
3: Yeah, the OCD. Um, I get a short temper at times. I get easily frustrated if stuff doesn't go the way I want it to go. Um, or if I'm, so I'm making something and it's not right, I'll throw it in the fire pit. Mm. <laughs> you know it might be a couple of mil out and it might look fine so I'm go oh, what have you done that for yeah i'm not happy with it so yeah it goes this i've is- got a, i've got a barrel in the shed it all goes in there and then once it's done on the fire pit mark will come around and they go why is that in there don't like it
1: yeah
2: <laughs> that's why ours was number five
3: yeah yeah <laughs> it was Because the first one I turned, I looked at it and I went, I like the shape. You know, uh, I'm trying to think what wood it was. I can't remember now. Um, But there was a couple of imperfections in there that I could feel. And I thought, well, if I can feel them, Chris is going to certainly feel them. So it went on the fire. And I started again. (laughs) Because I wasn't happy to give it to someone, knowing that I wasn't happy with it. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, it's the right
1: frame of mind to be in Yeah.
2: Yeah it's it is interesting isn't it it's i think do you know when we talk to people i mean i, I feel like i know you quite well because um we sort of we've, we've met, met you we've met quite and a few yeah times, um, mm-hmm. obviously i you know i emailed you Oh, i'm getting be my eyes call um I, we've we've met and i talked to you about the bowl and everything um and yeah i kind of feel like We know you quite well, really. But it's just getting a slightly different view as well and just sort of Mm -hmm. knowing a bit more about you as a person. And um, that's why it's so good just having these little chats and just appreciating. When
3: you put the picture up on um, social media this morning of me when I met Chris at Makers and gave him the pen. Yeah. Um, Chris is such an inspiration to me. Um, I love watching these videos, what he does, um, interacting with people. It's quite dark in this, you can't actually see it. But on the wall in the workshop, I've had that done as a picture, and it's framed. So there's me and Chris on the wall in the workshop.
1: Oh, right. good <laughs> <Cheers>, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's good for darts practice.
3: No, you, there's me and Chris, and then underneath, um, I come second in the club's intermediate um no beginners competition which put me into an intermediate this year
1: all right But obviously
3: being in plaster and then being ill yeah i've not entered any competitions this year so i'll be standing as an intermediate but i'm quite happy you know Mm. i don't think i'm ready to move up yet yeah um i'd like to get out there by earning getting up there my turn and improving yeah Mm. and we've got a december is a surface enhanced piece Mm. So I've got something in my mind that I want to do. Um, How it's going to go down at club, I don't know. Because it's not going to be a bowl. It's not going to be a pot. Mm. Um, I quite like watching Wayne the Woodturner's bits. So I'd like to have a go at a bit of wall Mm art. I don't know what people are going to think. But do you know what? Do I care? No, I've enjoyed Mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah. give it a
3: go. If it doesn't get any points, it doesn't get any points. It'll be like Eurovision I'll get Neil (laughs) pot. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's your your project, your take on it. And that's, for me, that's the most important thing. I think it's, it's much better to stand out by doing something different than mm-hmm. just be a clone of what other people are doing. So, yeah, I hope you'll post some pictures of that when it's done and then we can have yeah, a look. I, I, I can have a look yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah, you can describe it to me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> because it's a competition but it can't be done until it's been entered so yeah you know I mean? it's the first of december is a competition so right okay after that no yeah i'll put yeah. some pictures up
2: well we'll look out for that
3: yeah.
2: so um tell us where we can find you where can people find you so,
3: um obviously facebook um i've got my facebook page blue light turner instagram has just gone nuts for me um i've gone from having like 20 followers to over 500 followers now so blue light turner um twitter i'm on but i don't use it that much and then obviously my youtube channel um i think there's five videos on there at the moment um i am trying to get some more done i've been told i've got to do a christmas themed one by my daughter Mm -hmm. um they're all the c words going mad now so There's 12 of them in their flat at uni and they all want a wooden Christmas tree. So oh. <laughs> I think I think one of those might be a video. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: cool. Yeah.
3: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Um, I haven't quite got my website happy with yet. So that's not published. Mm. Okay. But that will be coming shortly.
1: Excellent. Awesome.
2: Well, do you know, it's been really nice talking to you. Thanks for having um, me on, guys. Just hearing a bit more about your wood turning and what you're doing and what you want to do. Um, so yeah, it's it's been really nice talking to you. Thank you so much for being oh, on
1: with thank us. You. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a pleasure. And I'd just like to I'd like to say not only keep on turning, but keep on doing what you're doing and keep on saving lives, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Cheers, Chris. Yeah. It's a hard job. Someone's got to do it, but you know what? That's, I love yeah. it. Every day's different, and yeah. you meet so many different people. I no, feel privileged to do it.
1: Yeah, you're making a real difference to yeah, someone's life. Yeah. So.
2: yeah, and also all the, you know, the charity things that you do as well. Mm. You know, that has a massive impact too.
3: I had my first pop-up date on uh, the guide dog we're sponsoring at the moment the other day, so that was quite mm. nice.
1: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I can just hear B-Dog in the background. Oh,
2: <laughs> here he is. Yeah, I think he's he's been in his bed.
1: Yeah, and him doing with all these problems, isn't You you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, you coming and say hello? Come and say hello. Come say cat. hello. So, it. so yeah, this is a uh, this is my older brother Wayne. Hi everyone. So Hiya, Wayne. So, Hiya. So yeah, he's uh he's up from Hereford. That's where he lives. Ross on Y that way. Uh, so he's up with Henry, Henry's still downstairs, glued to YouTube, is he? He's got Minecraft on, yeah. Oh, he's got Minecraft <laughs> on. So, yeah, Wayne... Well, what else kids be doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Wayne is, uh, not only is he academic and technical, he's an architect. All right, we well, it's a podcast, isn't it? You've okay, got to tell yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, not only an academic, he's an architect, uh, he's a member of the British Institute of Architectural Technologists, you're an associate partner at the practice that you work for yep. uh but he's uh, a great tinkerer always oh, he's, he's trying to convert a, a mark one VW yeah. lt35 yeah well restoring it back to a camper so uh he is a maker he's a tinkerer he's a great mechanic and you can sort of like turn your hand to most things but uh yeah i, I mean i forgot more than he knows yeah
0: <laughs> Not wood turning, i I'm <laughs> just leave it to you. You're an expert, so uh, yeah, anyway, get him but, in the workshop, Chris,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, he's been in today. I've I've turned a magic wand for Henry today, talking of wands. So, uh, they were, they were in and they were sat down having a brew, uh, watching me turn while I did the wand. So, uh, no, it's cool having him here. He's here all week, and you're off back on Saturday. Aye. aye. so no we're having we're having a giggle and uh back to the flood. yeah back to the flood. yeah hereford's completely flooded out really so uh, i noticed
3: yeah. um i went to pick my daughters up from uni earlier on mm. and i come back through uh, a little village um by the ambly museum where i demonstrate quite a lot and the river there's just totally gone mm. uh, yeah, mm. i didn't think we've had that much rain
0: no, no, but... it, was, um, it was it was it uh, was six weeks worth in two days. So the River Wye in Hereford was six over six meters above its normal level. So it's completely wiped out care homes and everything. It's 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 the worst one since ninety eight. Yeah, so I might... came here at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because
2: yeah. we've not had anything like that. We've had some bad rain,
1: but Nothing. we've not had any floods, have we? Not not on not on the biblical scale no, like no. happening elsewhere. Uh, so
3: we... We haven't had anything like a bit of surface water but nothing like yeah.
2: that yeah yeah, yeah so. cool well as you know um you're very welcome to stay with us whilst we have our little chats about what we've done this week um but thank you so much for being our guest
1: on maker monday with us today yeah thanks a no, lot thank so. you guys so yeah uh feel free because we are going to uh be talking because uh, it's Halloween, we're going to be talking, hopefully, uh, about things that go bump in the night, so if you've got <laughs> any good spooky stories, or you've had any experiences along those lines, uh, yeah, jump in. Yeah,
3: no, i um, hang in. Yeah. Sure. Turn this off, and it'll make it a bit spookier in here. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did have a uh, Death Eater mask from, Halloween, um, from Harry Potter. I right. go on with the headset, so <laughs> unlucky. I've, I've got um, the monks bit, look.
1: Can't that, see me at all now.
2: Yeah, that looks good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now,
1: yeah. 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 Right, uh, shall we crack on with our bit? Yes. Yeah. Okie dokie. So uh what should we get started with? Should we get started well, with this it as you're Yeah, top, top, it talking of bowls. I'd like to give a big shout out to Emmett from Dead Rise. Uh, is it Dead Rise uh, Woodcrafts? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it says it uh, on the bottom. Yeah, the it says
2: Emmett Newsome. So that's there. And then on the other side, it says DRWC, which is Dead Rise Woodcrafts.
1: Right. Awesome. Which is there so yeah uh, emmett got in touch uh and he's got he's got a youtube channel so check him out dead rise uh and he wanted to ask if i was up for a bowl swap so i did a bowl and sent it to him so it was power carved and the bottom was colored with uh chestnut metallics uh and so we we sent that over to emmett in uh, pennsylvania yeah uh and then this this return uh, sorry uh, came the other day a few yeah, days ago yeah. and it, it took us a while to get back to emmett so we've we've done a private video and apologize but said thank you so yeah uh, i'm not sure what what it is it feels maybe like maple or something like that uh but uh me loving the tactile and sensory element of wood turning is put lots of little fine rings Uh, Are they seeing that, Nicola? Can you hold it? Mm. Uh, They've got lots of nice little fine rings around the rim on top. So there's like a a load of little concentric uh, Mm, beads. You can
2: see the, the other bit that's sticking out.
1: Yeah, so the actual bowl portion stands proud of the little beads. And then he's put loads of little rings in the, the base, base yeah. so uh yeah thank you so very much he's he's wanted to make a piece for me uh and uh yeah it's an honor to have so we're gonna put it in fact wayne if you could be my glamorous assistant yeah, over on think? that uh shelving thing over there just to try and find a little yeah, spot where you can okay. find the so yeah he said he'd be honored if we could have uh his bowl on our little maker corner which is uh gradually expanding I think we need yeah, you don't get uh, a bigger shelf unit Chris I
3: think,
0: yeah. you, need,
1: I think you need planning permission and extension for that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh here he goes uh, so uh, yeah our maker corner is going to be uh, a fair bit a fair bit bigger yeah, soon yeah. so yeah thank you very much Emmett uh, love the bowl we will cherish it as we do with everything that people uh, have made for us yeah. Uh, so yeah it's over there now it's got a, a, a place for well I was going to say perpetuity but we're off so, yeah, it'll be coming well, with it'll us. Be moving. Yeah, it'll be, come, it'll be coming with us. Uh, and
2: I'd just like to point out Hello Kitty's on the wall as well now.
1: Oh, yeah. So, thanks, Dale.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for that. For that.
1: that hello, it's Kitty. great
2: when I come into my study and she's up on the wall, it always makes me smile now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. So, right, uh what, what have we been up to since we last spoke to our friends um, well you did some filming with matthew didn't you did some filming with matthew and we've done a bit of a halloweeny thing uh so again that's giving matthew you your... chair if you want?
0: Yeah. No, i'll leave you to it it's yeah fine. I'll let uh, you all, right, all right say so goodbye <laughs> bye everyone nice
1: to meet you yeah <laughs> my, uh, big brothers off so uh Yes, uh yeah, we did some video with a Halloween theme, so Matthew yeah. Matthew's had some fun editing and putting sort of like a spooky, hopefully spooky element we've yet yeah. to hear it, but
2: um I'm going to get that uploaded before Halloween. So mm-hmm. um what date are we today? Well, the 28th 29. 29th, So Wednesday, mm. I'll get it up for Wednesday. Yeah, so we need
1: that up uh, for yeah. Thursday. So yeah, that was cool. I had a lot of fun with Matthew last week. Uh and he's gonna work his magic uh so there was that what else has happened we've had a few viewings on the house yeah no uh no one's pulled the trigger as of yet uh and put an offer in but it's like i was saying to nicola you know you want it oh yeah it's gonna sell it's gonna sell straight away and we want to be out of here and move to Mm. the countryside but you know the house hasn't even been up for sale for a week yet and you know we just need to take a deep breath and go look it'll happen it'll happen it's a it's a great house it's practically brand new still Uh, and everyone is saying what a beautiful house it is uh but person we had two people see it on saturday or two couples uh and the both viewing said they love the property one hasn't got back to the estate agent and the the other one said yes they love the house and uh they've yet to sell theirs. so we, we don't know much more than that yet, so hopefully the viewings will continue. And yeah, uh, sooner rather than later, someone will make us an offer.
2: Yeah, we just need to sort of we just need chill, out, to chill out a bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you know, we've got this amazing fantasy of being in, in, in our new house in Derbyshire for Christmas. That's not gonna, yeah, happen. It's, it's not gonna happen, no, but you know, <laughs> if, if things went great, if we'd have had an offer by now it could have been possible yeah if you know just but uh yes the days tick by it's like i think "Eh," we've been doing a lot of of daydreaming haven't we we have we have but you know the more you dream we're dreaming yeah that's (laughs) it and the more you think about it you're getting that energy out there into the cosmos and hopefully things will click into place so
0: yeah
1: uh, that's that so uh you've been doing some photography haven't you oh yeah
2: um i've been doing a lot of photography um i'm trying to create a bit of a well not a backlog um it's not it's not really a portfolio i just want to get a create some stock stock of photographs Mm. um because i'm finding especially when we're busy my instagram which i'm trying to be consistent with is very inconsistent so um i'm trying to get a lot of photography done then i've got a lot of pictures to go at, yeah.
1: Um,
2: so uh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've, yeah. I was, I've, I'm quite pleased with what I've got. Really, I, um, I went out this morning. It was frosty, and I got some really nice pictures and some sort of close-up ones and then more scenic ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was real pleased with them. So I've been doing a bit of editing today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. Um, what else have we done?
1: Uh, we're not,
2: we've we've done a lot this past week, but not a we've, lot we've, of different things. We've
1: cleaned things. the house an yeah, awful lot like six flipping, times. With flipping heck, you know, every time. But we we've the house has had a full top to bottom what you <laughs> call a spring clean a few times. So now we're just doing maintenance cleans when we get told there's a viewing. But we've got we've got because they like the place uncluttered. The estate agents and. You know, uh, so we've got stuff secreted in cupboards and things. And then three days later, you go, oh, yeah, that's where we put it.
3: (laughs) You know, so you're going to open the cupboard, Chris, and it's all going to fall out one day.
1: Oh, Nicola was doing that the other day. It was hilarious. She went in this cupboard about four times, and every time you opened it, you'd forgot that stuff was teetering behind the door. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Young Ones where Neil's trying to get at some lentils, and there's a huge mound of teetering crockery, so he goes through the back wall with a crowbar.
3: Yeah. It's what I used to do when I lived at home. <laughs> My mum would always know when I had a new girlfriend because before, everything used to live on the floor. Yeah. when I get a new girlfriend, everything just got shoved under the bed and then in
1: covered yeah. inside a clean yeah. bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny, isn't it, how you can uh, really spruce the place up very quickly by shoving mm. it in a cupboard.
2: Well we've just been trying to do sort to make it look minimalist, haven't we? Because it's supposed mm. to be good for selling houses. Yeah, I'll tell you what the worst thing is though, laundry. I sort of I didn't put the washer on till about um was it Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning?
1: Yeah, because, because the weather's rubbish, so yeah. you can't hang it out to dry. So
2: there's nowhere to dry it.
1: And you don't want stuff hanging over maidens and things in the house, because yeah. it just looks so So nap. now I've, mm. I've
2: done about five loads of washing just to catch up.
3: Mm. I mean, but my that... house is going to look like a Chinese laundry this week with twins coming back from uni. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
3: The boot of the car was just full oh. of bags. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, love your dad. Whoa, whoa. What, what you
3: have yeah. It's not dad. It's poor mum that's going to be in there. Bless her. All right.
1: Well, there you go. <laughs> love your mum. It's, Last it's time I
3: used the washing machine, I put the extractor bag from my extraction system in there mm-hmm. while the wife was out. Put a scoop of powder in, and when she come back, there was suds everywhere. I didn't yeah. know that it was only meant to use like quarter of a scoop. I'd put the whole scoop in there. Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do it bad,
3: so- you don't get asked to do it again.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's
3: it. Yeah, that's a good.
2: No, you get shown how to do it the right way.
3: Uh, I can use the washing machine. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. yeah.
2: So, um, what else?
1: Uh, that's
2: all I've got on my list. The only thing I've got is things that go bumping. Tonight. Right. Well, that's
1: good because this is uh, an area, a topic, a genre. That is, that I get e- immense pleasure from uh, discussing, uh, talking about. And it's, you know, the paranormal things that go bump in the night. So, and because it's Halloween, you know, uh, we're going to uh, discuss maybe experiences we've had. And I've been on a couple of paranormal uh, investigations and had some. And, the, and these I, I did when I was blind with my support worker, Dean, at the time. And had some great experiences and uh, there were some amazing things. And also, uh, I've had some experiences when my late father died in 91. Uh, Do you have a lot of
3: paranormal investigation groups up your way, Chris?
1: Well, there's, there's, yeah, there is. Because, well, it's the same as anywhere, you know, because, you know, you get a lot of uh, period properties in in Salford you've got Artal Hall that is mm. you know reputedly very haunted and they have webcams up you know uh doing live feeds people can you know see if there's any paranormal activity i've done uh, uh done two paranormal investigations at the same place Rycroft Hall in Ashton yeah. under line uh, and had a great time uh, and it was very active uh, that the property so anyway let's let's get more into it and let's start well let me this. tell
2: you something yes there's a table over there that's got some plants on in one of my trays that table um was in my mum and dad's house i don't know how long they'd had it um they've had it as long as i can remember um so i've had it in the study for a while and it used to do this at my mum and dad's. Every now and again, you'll hear it really crack. It sort of makes a loud noise. Mm. Um, and it's done that a couple of times recently.
1: And you, you know, It's not like your typical expansion or movement. No, crack, no, is it? no,
2: no. And
1: is it a crack or a tap on it?
2: No, no, it's like a crack. Mm. Um, but my dad always used to say that it was like a, a different energy that was mm. sort of apparently... Um, energies try and what's the word materialize but they have to do it through something so that's Mm. when you get the noise yeah so but yeah i've had that a couple of times recently
1: Um, have you
3: thought about having a group in your house before you move
1: (laughs) possibly it depends if the activity you know increases that'd be pretty cool uh
3: before we moved here um we lived in a two-bedroom flat not that far away um, and it was not long after our son was born. And um, I was saying before we come live, um, George was born in July and he'd get wrapped up. So we'd mm. have asked over who had wrapped him up. Mm. Um, and then my wife and I were sat on the sofa and we heard the mobile um, wind up. Mm. Um, so then we had, there was a group at the time, Sussex Paranormal Investigation Group. Mm-hmm. Which happened to be run by a postman that used our shed to store his bags in, which is why we got them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was quite eerie having them in. And then after they'd been in the first time, um, other stuff started happening. So I had I was a special constable for six years, and I had two medals that were on the fireplace: so 175 years special constabulary, um, and the Queen's Golden Jubilee medal. And they would move. Or my shaving razor would disappear and we'd find it on top. We had one of the old fashioned toilet systems that was up high. Yeah, yeah. And you'd find the razor on top of that.
2: Wow.
3: So yeah, it was it was eerie, but it was interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's it's common knowledge that you know you're not to be afraid of, you know, uh, interactions with, you know, spirits and uh energies from you know the other side or you know it's like don't be afraid and you know engage and like i say when my late father died and obviously wayne my brother you know uh he passed in 91 and he died at home he was only ill a short time riddled with cancer but uh shortly after he passed uh m- myself and at the time uh my wife who's now my ex-wife we were sat listening and i remember the film it was the three fugitives with nick nolte and martin shaw and that little girl i forget name at the minute we were sat down and we just heard the bed upstairs in what was me mum and dad's bedroom just heard the bed go slam dead loud on the floor and uh we looked at each other and it's like <laughs> did you hear that and uh she said yeah i did i did hear that she says uh, can we can we go to my mum's? <laughs> uh, so uh I was loving it and I do love all that sort of stuff. Uh so we yeah, we, we uh went and slept at Andrea's mum and dad's house, but uh that was that was amazing and it was just like the bed had slammed on the floor, and there's no other explanation for it. But you know that was just you know my dad letting us know that he was still there because he passed in the house anyway. Mm. Uh, I used- dad, yeah, go on.
3: I used to be really sceptical of it all,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, and it was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we had to group out twice at home, mm-hmm. and then I went on two investigations with them. So we did um, Arundel mm-hmm. Um So a lot of it is set up as a tourist attraction now. They've got wires that pull things, mm-hmm. but they've got the original cell that was left as was before people went up to be hung in the courtyard. Mm. um and stuff was happening in there and you couldn't explain it so yeah now i'm i'm a believer that there's definitely stuff out there yeah
1: yeah and the the, the paranormal investigations i've done you know we've had you know uh tables uh tipping and rocking and noises and i i've you know uh felt things prodding me in the back uh and Ryecroft hall it used to be obviously a, a family residence quite affluent and it's a manor house but during the first world war a lot of wounded soldiers from uh france and belgium had, had uh obviously had received care there and a couple had died so uh, we were doing a Ouija board in one of the main halls, and you know I was it's just like, about
3: to say if you done a Ouija board. Yeah,
1: yeah, and <laughs> you're you're uh, you know, you're asked to check under the table and you check the glass, and everyone was feeling there's no wires and it's not no smoke and mirrors, and the Ouija board was there in the glass, and you know you're holding you know, your fingertip on the glass, and sort of like the six of us that are around the table. And you can just tell by the way the glass is moving that it's not being pushed by anyone. And every now and then the the team leader would say, Right, you, you and you lift your fingers off. And you know, it's still going. And then mm-hmm. right now you put yours back and it's like it's just gliding. Mm-hmm. It's so ethereal. And we, then we
3: did it in the flat. Mm-hmm. Um and it started off gliding and that's where we found out that someone had looked into the history and mm-hmm. Horsham had like some old barracks and it was there. Mm. Um, but then there was another spirit that come through um, and how the board stayed on the table was moving so violently. Mm. Um, the glass, it was just, I wanted to change it actually, because it was one of my nice Jack Daniels glasses. Well, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, again it was it was really freaky and then when we moved here mm. um we did a role change so my wife went out to work and I stayed and looked after the children mm. um and we had to ring her up one day because I got pushed down the stairs mm. but there was no one up the stairs but something physically pushed me from behind yeah. and it was not long after we moved and when they thought we'd brought something with us that we'd upset
1: yeah
3: but yeah no
2: it is amazing, to, I'd like to, to
3: go out and do more. The group yeah. disbanded um, now or give up, but well, but it again, it's awesome. finding time. Yeah. <laughs> it is
1: amazing. Yeah. So I, you know, there was no way that glass was being tampered with by you know uh, someone in the room. Mm. And then uh, we went upstairs, and later on, uh, we did another another board in what was sort of like a function room upstairs, and apparently a girl had been murdered on that on that land in the Middle Ages, and she came through, and there was a lad uh with us in our group, and the glass kept shooting towards him when they were asking her questions, and she was spelling out that she'd <laughs> been murdered on that land in the Middle Ages, and the glass just kept shooting to her, and, you know, people saying, oh, my God, I can't believe that, and it was just like, what? Well, and uh, the the team leader said, "Why do you keep going to him? Do you like him?" And she spelled out, "Yes." So she, you know, this young lad had sort of like almost, uh, yeah, got a date from the other side, but the glass kept whizzing to this young lad. Well, I think you know he's in his late twenties. Uh, I didn't know what he looked like because you know I I couldn't see, but the glass was just people going, That's incredible! It was just off on its own. This glass kept going to him. Why do you keep going to him? And it turned out she liked him. Pretty incredible. And there's like, We're going, There's no way that is fixed. No way,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, it's just pretty incredible. So, is anyone in the chat? Uh, I I don't know, obviously. Well, I'm just
2: thinking if anybody wants to gate crash, um. They have to have they a have Halloween to have, story.
1: They have to have, yeah, our gatecrasher tonight must have a good spooky story about something that's happened to them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, be, be thinking about that. Uh, yeah. But
2: just put a comment if you'd like to crash and you've got a good story.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people are going to say it's, it's hogwash, it's a load of rubbish. Well, you're entitled to your opinions and, you know, uh being skeptical and I suppose you're gonna keep thinking like that until something oh, God, does chills. until something <laughs> happens. But when something does happen, <laughs> you'll never forget it. And uh there's just so much more to the you know the the mm-hmm. universe and oh, the yeah. energy and things like that. Well I uh, think
2: this this sort of the spirit stuff is just the beginning that's just mm-hmm. scratching mm-hmm. the surface. Yeah. There's you know there's much more um, AH Bespoke says he has two maybe.
1: Okay.
2: So, right. So, are you coming on then?
1: Are you pulling the trigger?
2: Yeah, pull the trigger. Let me just get the link for you and I shall share it with
1: you.
3: I wonder if Andy's had anything in the new school that he's teaching in, because that's quite a big building, isn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah, possibly. You know, even uh, even this property we've put an offer in on in Derbyshire, because of its history, and it was an old coaching house, you know, uh, even Charlie said, because we said, oh, we're thinking of putting your drum kit in the cellar. Mm-hmm. And he went, you can get <laughs> stuffed, he said. He said, if you can <laughs> go in the cellar, you know, he said this over 200-year-old coaching house, he said, if anywhere's going to be haunted, it would be that place. He says, no, thanks, I'll have my drum kit in my bedroom. <laughs> Hi Andy. Hi Andy. Hiya. Yeah. Hiya. Yeah.
0: Hi, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah,
1: good, good. So let's let's happy Halloween, Andy. <laughs> and I, I hope likewise. I hope your family's doing very well, sir. And uh let's yeah, let's have it. Let's have some spooky stuff from you.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, I used to work in um the BIC, which is like a massive concert venue down in Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Uh and as part of that, they own the pavilion as well. Um, and the pavilion is one of the oldest buildings in Bournemouth. So it's oh. super old. Yeah. Um, I was doing catering at the time with my mate, Tim. And we were getting ready for a silver service dinner in the evening. So polishing cutlery, moving plates, about all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's quite dark in the cellar, like mm-hmm. even with the light on. Mm. There's shadows, there's all sorts of stuff. Occasionally you hear like the odd noise, it's like, was I you? No, no, no. <laughs> just you just you sort of carry on and it's like, okay. Anyway, we finished the plates, pushed all the plates, and they're like 50 in a stack. Yeah. Pushed them up to the um the uh like uh what they call it, the dolly lift. Yeah. And um I turned around to go up the stairs, Tim's already in front of me. We both turned around to hear the scraping of these plates. And I kid you not, the plates had moved from where we had put them. There's no chance of anybody else being down there mm-hmm. other than me and him. We would have known unless, well, it's just we would have known. You could have heard, heard the breathing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Extremely dark building. And I used to get chills in that place everywhere. And I mean... Not just little chills, but like full on. Mm. There's there's someone there kind of thing, and it was just like no no no. I never went back down to that cellar ever again. We were up that up the stairs like a shot. Never went down there. Mm. We had to send the chef down because we were just like no 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 <laughs> no no no. no.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, you 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 you. you strike me as quite you know a brave gunk hole kind of chap. And the fact that even, yeah, even, yeah you know, things He's can happen. Liking.
3: He's got to be brave.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's the word. Well, it, it's funny because, you know, even the bravest of us can have uh an interaction with, you know, things that go bump in the night. And you, you think, well, you know, even I'm thinking I need to get out of here, mm. you know, and uh, that's, I reiterate, you know, you know 99.9 percent of the time nothing's going to happen and you know uh it's don't be afraid you know
0: but mm, mm.
1: still think omg I'm, ge- I'm getting a bit worried here but, uh, I, was, I-,
0: I, I was only 17 at the time 17 18 so yeah. i was still at that age easily susceptible to that type of thing yeah yeah but um yeah i the school that i used to work in the first school that i worked in that was when when i locked up at night it's like half past 10 at night Mm -hmm. and it's a creepy place i went to school there as well so you've got to understand there's memories there of -hmm. when i was at school there was stories back then um the coppice next door is called butcher's coppice Mm-hmm. And apparently the reason it got its name was because uh, the butcher of Kinson killed a load of people in this particular coppice, which is about 50 feet from uh, the school. Mm-hmm. So, so it's got it, it's got, kind of got that bit creepy kind of history. But the school, apparently the story goes that the, um, one of the girls that was, was at school committed suicide. Mm. in the hall now if you go into the hall at night you can actually hear the piano playing nobody else no 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 No. that's a different kettle of fish mate i'm Mm. telling you that's that's even more creepy um Mm. but i'm not working there so late so it's not so bad Mm. do you know what i mean i wouldn't go up in the attic in the new place at all for love nor money not even during the day will I go up there that's creepy as yeah. um, it's an old stately home the new school that I work at so um, yeah it's got a whole lot of history and a whole lot of bad history apparently mm-hmm. um, but then a lot of around that area has anyway so yeah, um, yeah.
2: that's amazing Yes,
0: yeah, a little bit spooky place to work you got the trees all that kind of stuff yeah Mm. that's
1: cool yeah
0: Yeah, it's fascinating
1: and i could talk about this you know for hours and hours and i have done you know with lots and lots of people in my life i've sat up and spoke and we've discussed the whole uh you know ghost uh thing and things that go bump in the night and you know what is out there and you know i am 100 percent convinced because i've again i've heard things seen things felt things that you just cannot explain and you know again you know if you're skeptical that's fine but you know uh no one would ever convince me otherwise that it is completely bona fide the uh the interaction you know between us and and the others that have passed on you know it's just
2: well, let me read a few comments. Okay. The flaming turner says he knows when his great nan's around us, he can smell snuff around the house. All right. And well, she used to use it all the time. Um Wayne says, what about Charlie's room at the old house playing drums? Because he used to say that there was someone else in the room with him. Yeah, him? yeah,
1: yeah. Charlie's Charlie's had uh, quite a few. And we think it's Again, it's my father because my father was a drummer in the 60s. He played with a band called Kenny and the Cortinas (laughs) in the 60s in Swinton in Manchester. And my dad even played uh, and supported the Hollies when they were starting off. But Charlie's had uh, things on his drum kit, move and cymbals. And, you know, when he's obviously when he's not playing the drums, he's been Mm. in there and he's felt chills. Mm. So we think that was my dad just saying, yo, drum kit.
2: Uh, Love Angel says her auntie was babysitting her and heard the front door open and close, but no one was there and the door was locked. She went upstairs and looked into the rooms. Her room was the last room she looked in. Love Angel was a baby at the time, and someone was standing over the crib. Wow, it freaked out her auntie as I a person it, was see through
1: uh,
2: but was looking at the baby with a smile on his face. And well, she didn't babysit again.
1: That is, that is <laughs> not, only, not only is that completely brilliant, that is, you, know, you know,
3: yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't they say that spirits come around more younger babies or like younger people and babies?
1: They uh,
0: best not.
1: yeah uh yeah i I think you
2: know and it's you know well i think it happens at both ends of your life doesn't it yeah yeah i think because i mean if you believe in all this stuff if you you're a baby then you've been incarnated and so you're closer to that veil between whatever went before and birth and um so it does make sense and Mm. Um, I think when my mum was poorly, like, she used to talk about people in the room mm. and that's quite common as well when my someone's nan did that. My nan did seriously that. ill, terminally ill. Mm. Um, but she used to talk about people being in the room and mm. um, so, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's quite right. I mean, my my uh, maternal nan, uh, when she was getting into the last year or so of her life with advanced Parkinson's disease you'd often hear her uh talking to people in the downstairs what was the front room downstairs mm-hmm. and that's where her bed was uh mm-hmm. and you'd hear her talking to people and she'd said she she could see someone in the corner of the room but quite mm-hmm. high up in the ceiling and then the day she died uh my mom my mum was with me nan uh and just before she died uh she looked over my mum's shoulder and she beckoned like that, Minan, uh, and that's Minan is sort of like Irish from Roscommon. She said she beckoned and she said, "It's all right, you can come for me now." And then she died mm. minutes after. You know, mm. uh, she died having a uh, a Parkinson's seizure uh, and then her heart stops. But she did say, "You can come for me now." And then she passed a few minutes mm. after. You know, and that's I mean, my mum wouldn't lie to me about anything mm. like that. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. my dad used to say this when we lived here. Yeah. Um, he'd heard my mum calling his name. Yeah. I mean, this was obviously you know quite a few months before he died, but yeah. you know, I looking back, I think that you know it was part yeah, of that th- process that preparation already happening. Yeah,
1: that process, yeah. Well,
2: chat's gone quite quiet.
1: Well, they're listening
2: to our us. <laughs> Whoa. So, Anybody still in? Yeah, I, I, I they're all
1: away. The yeah, I do promise everyone listening, you know, there's nothing that I've said is fabricated in any way. It's completely, completely true what I've said and what I've experienced and what I've felt. And, mm. you know, I, I wouldn't fabricate it. I find this, the subject so uh, fascinating that I'll get quite passionate mm. about the whole subject. Mm. So I wouldn't lie about it. It's just brilliant. I love it.
3: Leonis. What's your thoughts on Derek Akora, Chris?
1: Well, and and well, that whole that whole thing, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the most haunted thing and all that mm. sort of stuff. You know, there's a lot of people that say, yeah, mm. it was just TV, and it is funny because obviously, again, that had started before I went blind, and you know, something had happened, but it had always happened off camera. You know, it's like one of those mm. and.
2: I, I think that he probably did have a gift before he started doing all that. Mm. but I think it's all gone the wrong way for him now.
1: Yeah and you know at the I end of the day it's all about it's getting just got
2: fabricated. Yeah
1: I think I think it's it's again, it's a bonified fide subject and they were doing you know uh, uh, this TV program. Uh, but you know, uh, it's a shame that you know, a lot of the disturbances that happened on that program, uh, you know, they were always caught off camera. And you start thinking, oh gosh, you know, why is it always that all right? What's that? And they'll mm-hmm. turn the camera and there's nothing there, but oh, did you hear that? Did you feel that? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, I'd understand why people that you know are doubtful about the whole subject would we'll go, what a load of rubbish, you know. So, uh, but Derek Corey did have, uh, he. He did have his own sort of like show, didn't he? Before mm. Most Haunted, you know, doing clairvoyant readings and acting as a medium. when he comes to the there.
3: capital in Horsham, which is like our mm. local arts theatre place. He mm. um, come there once, and then um, Psychic Sally comes there quite a bit. The wife's been to see her a few times, mm. um, but I've never gone to one of those shows. I don't know. Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't no, know. no,
3: that sort of thing. I, I don't know how much of that I trust.
1: Mm. yeah yeah i think you know at the end of the day that sort of stuff they are they're doing it to earn a living Mm. you know so uh again yeah it's hard to comment on that uh but well i'll tell you something that um i went to um
2: a psychic supper and you you go to this psychic supper and you obviously get meat and potato pie and whatever and then you're each table has a medium associated with that table. And in turn, you go and sit with the the medium. And I got this guy and everything he said, I'm thinking, this just sounds all wrong. Mm. It's none of it. I can't sort of um, connect any of it. But, and I thought about it sort of over the past few months. Mm. I think he said... Um, I'd be spending time in hospital. Well, that was would have been my dad. Mm. Um, he said something about getting a dog. Mm. <laughs> I mean, at the then time. You met,
1: then you met me.
2: Then I so... met you. <laughs> no, at mm. the time, you know, getting a dog was just so not on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting down and going, I don't think he's much good because. Mm. And, I, and I think he was quite new at it. So he maybe wasn't sort of that skilled at putting out across the information but i think a lot of what he said was actually right but Mm. it wasn't wasn't sort of current it was things that were going to to yeah yeah
0: yeah.
2: but yeah i think it depends who you who you go to and
1: yeah um, interestingly is there anyone in the in the in the chat that thinks it's a load of baloney
2: well leona says she's properly freaked out well it, I, I don't think it's it's really anything to be freaked out about. I think it's yeah. just another element that is is around us that yeah. a lot of the time we're not conscious of. But yeah. um, it's what I kind of think of as sort of this this invisible stuff that is out there, and yeah. um, it's just operating on a different dimension. And also,
1: importantly, once you start coming around to the idea that these things happen and you open your mind to these possibilities things start to happen then yeah you know they they you know uh the the forces of the universe and the cosmos and the afterlife and spirits you know they like they like to uh interact with people that you know
0: believe See, I come at I come at this a different, from a different perspective to perhaps you guys. Um, I'm I'm a Christian, so I would come at this totally different to how you guys would come at this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't judge anyone for what they do. What you choose, that's your problem. <laughs> it's not. It's nothing to do with me. Um, but the I don't. Go in to do medium type stuff because Mm. it scares the crap out of me. Mm. Um, because perhaps I'm a bit more aware of the spiritual realm, Mm. so in the sense, uh, the physical being that once was is still there. Now, that Mm. might, I don't know, I don't know, it's, it's, I, I I don't have any answer. Um, Mm. But I come at it from a different perspective yeah, me to you guys. Mm. Mm. Well, I
1: think,
2: um,
0: it, minutes, I think well,
2: um, Borg says yeah. um, he doesn't believe in ghost stories. Um, he's just not convinced. I think everybody's okay, got a off. different take, and I've always yeah. thought I I believe in no, things I'm that about make it. sense to me. Just like yeah, the blue a minute. Like... Um, I I just sort of go along with things that make me happy and make sense mm. and um i've always thought that's the best way to go yeah. and it's yeah yeah absolutely so different for everybody and yeah
1: um mm.
2: it's I, you know there's no saying i'm right or um anybody else is wrong or
1: right you no, don't you nobody knows that. Do, do they no no
0: it's exactly my point yeah um, we're
1: sharing our own individual experiences and
0: it, know, exactly take from um, it. well good yeah, or
2: yeah, bad yeah well. it's just an interesting discussion to have i think
0: yeah absolutely um i think uh it's difficult for me to explain um in a sense that um a spiritual thing from my point of view is slightly different to your point of view
1: mm. Mm.
0: It uh it could be good it could be bad i don't know i d- mm-hmm. again i don't have the answer to that yeah, yeah. and again that's my perspective that's yeah. not your perspective yeah um, yeah um i get ca- uh, that sort of stuff scares the crap out of me because generally speaking i would as- associate with that with the bad mm. if that does that make any sense
2: yeah yeah mm. yeah
0: um obviously some good but like on the whole it's most Mm -hmm. likely going to be bad so i kind of going uh i wouldn't do a ouija board for example because that's i don't know how it works so i wouldn't want to play with things that i don't understand Mm -hmm. how it works yeah until i know how that thing works then i guess that would be fair game yeah, but yeah, that stuff's like full on freaks <laughs> me right out.
2: Let me just read some. No, it's anyone
0: something... doing that? Don't invite me. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, I'm a maker's Ouija board, yeah. Uh, no,
0: Scott, no.
2: There was, uh, JP says he had an experience with a clairvoyant that was actually a taxi driver, makes it hard to believe he was a fake with what he said. Mm. Um uh Christine and Michael Hestine don't do Halloween and wouldn't have anything to do with mediums, readings, but agree there is a spiritual presence, uh both good and not good. Um, and as Andy says, we are also strong Christians. Um, love angel, both my grandmothers were Christians, one was a member of the spiritualist church. Mm-hmm. Leona, no one knows for sure either way. You can only form an opinion based on your own experience. That's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree one hundred percent. And I mean, as I as I've just said, I think life is about creating your own reality and what mm. makes you happy. And
1: yeah,
2: um, if believing in something makes you happy, great. Um yeah. It's it's what. Uh, Yeah, and again, and again,
1: and again, you know, talking to you know Christians or you know uh, whatever denomination you are, if you have you know a true a true faith and things like that, you know, it's it's again, you know, it's it's great to talk to people Mm. from all denominations, and it expands, it expands, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's uh, mind and knowledge and. Uh, you know your appreciation of where you are in the scheme of things, mm. and you know, and that you know, if you go to church, and you know, whether or not you're a Christian, Muslim, Hindu, uh, Jewish, you know, if you're agnostic, you know, atheist, whatever, you know, it's great for us all to enter into uh, a very, very uh, lighthearted, uh, open about yeah. all, yeah. and we all we all come out of it. You know, I think I truly believe better people and everyone, yeah, everyone's got their part to play.
2: Well, do you know what I think? You know, everybody in who's on this chat is in the Maker community yeah. and, you know, everybody is nice to each other. And as Scott said, you know, people really supported him when he mm. was ill.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, doesn't matter what you believe. It's about, you know, how you treat people yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um,
1: Definitely no I totally where you agree from? i totally agree and it doesn't matter who you are where you're from if you're nice you know uh and you get on with people you're entitled to your own slice of happiness absolutely you know uh what no matter where you're from what you believe uh everyone is entitled to that happiness and you know to get on with life in you know as a fuss free possible ways they can achieve yeah. so uh it's been great i think it's getting time where we need yeah. to because i'm going to go and spend a well i know
2: bit... scott needs to go and um
1: yeah drive it, back to uni to pick up think. the purses yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: anyway i just want to say
0: polished...
2: hello kitty
0: yeah. <laughs> i've just got to polish my halo can you see that that's yeah yeah mad, <laughs> mad place for my light to go Do you know it's like that's that? why i've turned all my lights off andy and i've got
1: little <laughs> spotlights everywhere <laughs> there you go. if you didn't believe you will now so
2: yeah. <laughs> you know it's been fascinating having this conversation and hearing everybody's take on it and yeah. thanks to everybody yeah. in the chat for chipping in it's been really good yeah um and we're really grateful that you join us every week
1: yeah and uh thank you and you know what we've been discussing you know uh don't take it too seriously it was intended as you know (laughs) a bit of a bit of fun for halloween yeah but but, but, yeah i still stand by you know what i said i believe
0: Mm. uh
1: but uh yeah for their own and blessings to you all out there have a have happy a great,
2: Halloween. Yeah, and
1: if you don't believe in a happy, uh, happy Halloween, just have a great rest of the week and enjoy it yeah. the way that you know how to. So, yeah, blessings on everybody anyway, no matter and what you believe.
2: Thank you very much, Andy, for popping in. It's been great having you on again.
0: Yeah, cheers, Andy. No, yeah. no problem. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Thanks, thank Mark. you, thanks, and thanks for your Thank you, stories. Scott, the Blue Light Turner. Oh, thank you, guys.
0: Thank you for shaving,
2: shaving since 2016. 2016. Thank you so much for being our guest tonight. It's been a great podcast. Great having you on. Yeah,
1: speak to you all next week.
2: And thanks everybody for listening, watching, chatting.
0: Bye. Bye. See you all Bye. later. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Bye.